My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stronger Revolution. I have to start today by making an apology. Um, I have not recorded an episode and released an episode in, I think it's probably the better part of a month if it hasn't, isn't a month at this point. Uh, through my various years of listening to other podcasts, I've listened to other hosts make apologies before about not keeping to a regular schedule, and I wouldn't say that it usually sounds disingenuous. It's just, I always kind of ask myself like, well, you record a podcast, you know, and you make it a goal of yours to um, release that podcast on a regular consistent basis. And here I am releasing my own podcast and telling people how to live their life and, and work toward goals by regular consistent action. And then I go quite a long time without um, doing something on a, on a regular consistent basis. And my only defense is that uh, my quote-unquote studio, which is my office at the gym, has been in shambles for about the last, uh, yeah, about a month at the moment. Um, for those who are not members at Industrial Athletics, we've been expanding our space, and that's required us to take down some walls and rebuild my office, and actually, uh, I'm not even standing in my office at the moment. I'm, I've got my desk surrounded by 1,100 square feet of a room. So if you hear a little, a little bit of uh, echo in the background, that's why. Um, but hopefully by the next episode, I'll be in my new office and everything will be back to normal and my schedule will be back to normal. Um, and then I took a little vacation and, and those are my excuses. Regardless, we are going to take a slight change in direction on this episode. Um, during my last episode, I, I put the question out there asking listeners if they had any particular topics that they ever wanted to hear about to let me know. I'd be happy to do an episode on that um, as long as it kind of fits in with our goal and purpose and series of what we're talking about. And specifically, I think I said something about the topic of introspection, and I hadn't decided if I was actually going to do a full episode on that topic. Um, and then one of our, our listeners and my listeners reached out and asked if I would, and specifically if we would do uh, talk about the difference between self-awareness and introspection. So at the request, I thought, sure, I can do that. Um, and I think it does sort of go along with where we are moving now in our system of the aggregation of marginal gains, because if we don't have the ability to be introspective about why we do things and what we do, et cetera, um, then I think we do hit a roadblock eventually 
on our progression of optimizing our daily lives. So what I hope to accomplish during this episode is to explain the difference between self-awareness and introspection um, so that you guys know that when I talk about introspection or I talk about self-awareness, what the, the, how I'm defining those two things. So for starters, I actually want you guys to all sort of go on a little imagination journey with me. Um, so don't close your eyes, but close your eyes and imagine the following, right? You are standing on the front porch of a house, right? Now you're going to look out uh, beyond the porch that you're standing on and the image that you see is basically the front lawn. Right? In front of you is green grass, the lawn, sky, uh, it's blue, maybe some clouds are in it. You can see the houses across the street, the front street uh, where maybe cars are going by or people are, are walking. Perhaps when people walk by, they wave to you standing there on the front porch. You can feel the temperature. Maybe there's a breeze blowing, all right? And then um, behind you is your house, okay? And is the, you have the, the front door to your house. Now inside the house is your history, your emotional triggers, your motivations, perhaps the pain of a, a recent fight with a spouse or a breakup, right? Or an argument that you had with a parent or a sibling. And yet there's also a, a third perspective to this sort of imaginary picture that we're creating here, and that is you yourself on the porch. I want you to imagine the way that you're standing, your body's posture, the look on your face, the uh, clothes that you're wearing, the color of those clothes, the, uh, the nonverbal messages uh, that you're sending, are you leaning on something? Are you standing up straight? Are you sitting on a swing? Are you sitting on a bench? Do you have anything in your hands to drink? Okay. Um, how do you act when, when somebody does go by on the street and waves hello? Do you say hi back? Do you ignore them? Do you just give them a smile? Do you start up a conversation? Okay. This imaginary scene that we were creating here is the easiest way I've come up with to explain the difference between what's inside your head, what's outside your head, and what is your self-awareness. Now, if we take this imaginary scene, because this is a podcast about the aggregation of marginal gains, I need to be able to relate this in some way to our progressive system here. So to get this out of the way quickly, how does this relate to the aggregation of marginal gains? Well. Almost everything we've talked about so far in the podcast requires some level of either self-awareness or introspection. Okay, so bear with me. Continue on with this imaginary uh, world that we're creating, and then perhaps go back and listen or rethink about some of the prior episodes now that you have this increased awareness. Now, this is the first time on this podcast that I'm going to mention that this episode's topic is something that is deeply stoic. For those of you who are not familiar, um, stoicism is one of the Greek philosophies that developed out of the Greek Enlightenment period. Um, it started prior to 
um, the AD years, if you will. Um, but then once we started into 100 and 200 AD, the uh, Greeks sent a number of people over to Rome, um, a number of philosophers in order to um, try to avoid uh, attacks or tariffs that the Roman government had placed on the Greeks. And it's not really, those aren't super important details, but the Greeks sent various philosophers over to talk with the Romans. And one of these philosophers was a creator of the school of the Stoic um, philosophy. And um, that speaker got up while in Rome and he spoke to a number of Romans and, and a couple of the big names that came out of this are Seneca, Epictetus, and Marcus Aurelius. Those are the three most popular, well-known um, Stoic philosophers, Roman Stoic philosophers who wrote down all about Stoicism and everything else. And self-reflection, self-awareness, introspection is a, uh, a very Stoic thing to do. Right now, it doesn't mean um, that we don't see the this practice elsewhere. Right, uh, it it could be a very religious thing in order to have this level of introspection or self awareness. However, given that it goes all the way back to 100 and 200 BC and then into AD, um, it it is a very early adopting philosophical principle that involves this level of self-awareness and introspection. So um, to explain really the difference between self-awareness and introspection, let's get back to this imaginary scene that we're creating of, of you standing on the porch. So you're standing on the porch, go back to that scene. Life out in front of you is everything off of the porch. This is the outside world. These are things that are outside of your brain. These are things that are outside of your control, okay? Everything passes you by. You can't stop it. You can't control it. Life happens. The sun comes up. The sun goes down. The grass grows. The seasons change. Cars go by, etc. right? That third-party world, I would argue, is where most people in today's society like to hang out. They focus on other people, they focus on material things, they focus on distractions. You've probably heard people talk about like an Instagram world, right? This is where the Instagram world exists. This is where a lot of people are going to say that they derive their satisfaction and happiness on things that happen outside of their control. People who live in that world then also fall victim to everything that happens in that world, okay? If you base your happiness on something that is outside of your control, then your happiness goes away without you having any control, right? If you base your happiness on external things like how that yard looks or like how um, green the grass is or how finely edged your front sidewalk is, okay? then if fate comes along and destroys your grass, then your happiness gets destroyed. Now I want you to focus on yourself standing on the porch. In the image that you portray, this is self-awareness. It is the image that you put forth to the world 
that is the byproduct of how you interpret your emotions, your motivations, or your goals. Okay? Some people can live here. Self-awareness is a skill. Being able to look at yourself from a third-party perspective takes some time to develop. I, I may try to teach this skill to my other coaches. You know, I might say something to them like, every time you're standing up in front of a group of people, imagine that you are standing in front of a white screen. And every thought that you have is projected on that white screen. So if a member walks in the door, and I'm very annoyed at that member walking in the door, that annoyance is going to project on that screen. It just so happens that most likely that annoyance is also going to project in my nonverbal communication. So do I have the awareness enough to know that what goes on in my brain ultimately comes out in my nonverbal or potentially verbal communication? And so therefore, I have to learn and teach myself, one, not to always project my thoughts and feelings at the moment that I'm having those thoughts and feelings, and two, ultimately, not to even have those thoughts and feelings. And that comes a lot from judgment. Let's take another example. Again, the gym is easy for me to just attack on these sorts of examples. Let's say I have a guy who comes in the gym, he's not super in shape by how society would say he should look if he's in shape, and he decides that he gets hot and he takes off his shirt. Those of you who are familiar with industrial athletics know that this is not a very uncommon thing to do. If I stand there and I judge this individual for doing that, I'm going to project that through my nonverbal communication. So in the long run, I have to have the self-awareness to know that if I have this thought, I'm going to project that, potentially. So I have to be able to look at myself from a third-party perspective and say, one, don't project the feeling that you're having, and then as I get better at this, avoid the judgment and avoid having that feeling altogether. Another way of looking at self-awareness and sort of bringing this third-party awareness to it is to think about it like, even if you're having a bad day, can you put a smile on your face? Even if you're having a bad day and you walk into a room, can you tell just by the way that you are walking around whether or not people outside of you can tell are you having a bad day? The awareness that you try to have about yourself and the image in which you're projecting, that is the definition of self-awareness. Perhaps you might think about it as, do you see qualities in other people? Or do you see actions that somebody else takes that you like? And then are you able to exhibit those same qualities or are you able to then motivate yourself to take on those same actions? Better yet, do you find somebody's actions to be annoying and do you have the self-awareness to determine whether or not you do the same thing? So you standing on that porch and, and having sort of the awareness of what is your facial expression? How are you standing? What does that nonverbal deliver to the world? What are the clothes that you're wearing? What does that say about you? What does the smile on your face say about you? What does your hat say about you? Are you dressed nicely? Are you dressed casually? Are you trying to present a professional image 
but your clothes don't fit properly, right? This is self-awareness. And so we've talked about what's going on in the lawn. That's the third-party world. We've talked about what's going on with you standing on the porch. That's self-awareness. What happens behind you inside the house, that's introspection. Going into the house and exploring all of the emotions, the motivations, the pains, the joys, the histories, that's introspection. You looking inside of your brain and sitting with yourself in a quiet room and trying to determine your purpose in this life, that's introspection. What are your core values? Go back to episodes like one through five on this podcast. That requires introspection. What is important to you and why is it important? What are your beliefs? What is your system of belief? And are you able to sit quietly, reflect on those beliefs and determine one, why do you have these beliefs? And two, are they even beliefs that you want to continue? Or do you want to change them? You know, I recently started reading a book called The Second Mountain. And the whole premise of the book of The Second Mountain is that our society today is set up in sort of this contradictory way. All right? and, and, and there's a lot of details within the book that we could go into. But the main premise of the book is that People like myself, I'm I'm 36 years old, we grew up sort of on the brink of a society that puts a lot of emphasis into very traditional professional jobs. And we grow up and we're told to, to enter into these professional jobs, so we do so because that's what we're supposed to do. And then we end up not very fulfilled in those jobs. And so what we do is we then, that's our first mountain, climb to the top, realize that we're not very fulfilled in this. We go back down and we start up a second mountain. And we, when we start to get up the second mountain, this is the mountain of self-fulfillment. Our job now is what we're passionate about. It's no longer about making money. It's no longer about climbing the corporate ladder. It's about impacting other people, fulfilling somebody else's life, fulfilling a need or a purpose that we have. And in the beginning of the book, the author is explaining sort of how the culture developed through the 1950s, post-World War II, into the 1960s with the hippie movement, and then the burst of technology into the late 1900s, early 2000s, and sort of how that's led up to a very hyper-individualistic society today. And he says that in this Instagram world that I mentioned earlier, this is where a lot of people hang out because sitting silently and reading a book or thinking about thoughts and experiencing emotions are scary things to us nowadays. And so we don't do it. And so what the author of that book is essentially saying, and and what, what it is that I'm trying to explain here on the podcast today is, that's introspection. That's where a lot of people don't like to hang out. That's like somebody coming up to me and saying, what are your beliefs on abortion and why do you believe that, right? That's a very potentially polarizing topic and I may not want to go there, right? Or I might, go, I might say back to that person, here are my beliefs 
And he says, oh, really? Uh, like, how could you believe that? Why is that your belief? What are you basing that on, right? And I don't have an answer. Why? Because I hang out in that third-party realm out in the yard too much. A, a, a higher percentage of people. So I said most people hang out in that third-party realm. More people are going to hang out um, on the porch. Enough self-awareness that they at least know when they're doing something right or wrong, right? Where I'm trying to get people to hang out is inside their head, right? The Stoics are going to tell you, and again, this is not solely a Stoic thought, but that is where true happiness lies, or really in the Stoic sense of the word, true contentment, right? The idea that it doesn't matter what happens in the world around me because I'm comfortable enough with my thoughts that it's the quality of my thoughts that determine my happiness in life. So I hope the individual who asked me to talk about the difference between self-awareness and introspection, I hope I've, I've explained those two differences, especially through my imaginary world of we're standing on a porch off the porch, that's life outside of you that you don't control. How you are on the porch, that's self-awareness. What motivates that self-awareness in your actions, in your history, in, in, in perhaps your purpose, that hangs out in the house. That's introspection. So to finish this episode today, I want you guys to take some time this week and sit down. Doesn't matter where. I guess you could go for a walk or stay standing as well. It doesn't really make a difference. But anyway, separate yourself from distraction. Put away your phone, turn off the TV, get away from a spouse or a friend. Be alone for 15 minutes. First off, you're going to recognize how long of a time that is to not do anything. You can't sleep, though. All right, you've got to be walking around or sitting quietly, staring out the window, hanging out in nature for 15 minutes and pay attention to your thoughts. Just pay attention to your thoughts. All right, let's finish up this episode with a quote for the week. I'm going to go all the way back to the Greeks, and the quote is going to come from uh, Socrates. All right, Socrates, I'm sure everybody listening to this has heard of Socrates, the Socratic method, etc. His quote is, quote, the unexamined life is not worth living, end quote. All right, guys, I promise I will get another episode out to you faster than another month. Thank you all for listening. Once again, if you ever have any other topics that you want me to discuss, please let me know. Otherwise, I'm going back to the regularly scheduled uh, system of topics on the aggregation of marginal gains. We'll talk to you guys soon.